0: Hello, everyone out there in podcast world. I hope you're having a great day. You're listening to the Service Business Mastery Podcast. I'm your host Tersh Blissit. Today we have an awesome episode. We're going to talk about sales. I know that that's the the no no word in our industry. Uh, sales is sales is bad. Uh, so uh, it's not really. We're not talking sales. How to sell? How to con somebody out of money? You know all the bad terms that you hear in a service industry. We're going to talk about uh, managing your sales team. So. Even if it's you have your service experts that are selling uh, today, we have Rene Zamora, and he is the author of Part-Time Sales Management, which is a great book. Um, but there, we're talking about uh, the management of the salespeople and how to manage those people, and um, just making sure that everybody is on the same accord. And uh, we're gonna, we're probably going to dive a little bit into remote. Um, just being remote in general, because Renee works remote currently. Um, we're 100% remote, and right now, with everything going on, it's um, March 25th of 2020, and uh, we have this pandemic going on, and everybody's having to work remote. So we're going to we're gonna touch a little bit on that, but we're not going to harp on it too much. Um, but mm-hmm. I just want to welcome you to, to the show, Renee.
1: Hey, man. It's good to be here. Looking forward to help. That's what I do how can I help? Awesome,
0: awesome, awesome. So tell us a little bit about your background and why you are an expert in uh, this this field. Other than, I mean, you've also been doing this since 2006. So,
1: Sure. But it's funny you think back. I don't know how many salespeople like you know, during school and high school, and I'm going, hey, where do you want to go to college? What do you want to be? I want to be a salesperson. I mean, there's a few. <laughs> one of my best friends, Martin Myslitsky, he was one of those. He was doing real estate at 18. But wow. that wasn't my thing, you know, but I just started, I, I got into these, uh, these workshops early in my career that uh, was a lot of volunteer stuff, and I just had a knack at signing people up. Wow. So I said, oh, wow, well, I'm, I'm okay with that. And, but I still wasn't looking for a sales job. Um, but anyways, my first job, I needed some money and someone was offering money to go sell something. So I started doing that and that's what started me. Um, and I sold in the Silicon Valley for, for many years. And that's when I got into, um, cellular business and the cellular business got me into a management role up in Washington and Oregon. Wow. I loved managing and leading other people. I mean, I coached kids for 15 years, uh, in oh, soccer. Cause I just like, you know, guiding and coaching and encouraging people to do their best. And, um, and then when I kind of was done with that, I decided to start training for training people on high performance and leadership management. Yeah. And then I just said, you know what? I need to get back to a team. I want to work with people, not just train them and send them on their way. I want to actually lead that team again. I missed uh-huh. that. And so sales manager now was formed. Someone gave me a crazy idea and I said, I'm going to do it. And ever since then, all my clients have come to me and now I'm now I've hired, uh, Another consultant, and I want to hire more and more, and so I decided i'm going to promote a little I couldn't promote before because I had enough clients yeah. so I've learned how to manage part time uh with like five or six different clients at a time, and so they all get a piece of my uh piece of my day, yeah. and their teams do, and we move teams forward so that's kind of my background there
0: that's sweet that's awesome so <clears throat> yes. <yeah, so, sighs> So what would you say to someone who is like me and, and anybody that's listening to this episode, they know, unless you've never listened to an episode before, if you haven't, welcome to the show. Uh, if you have, yeah. you know that I'm I'm not a sale a quote unquote salesperson. Um, I'm an extreme introvert and I, I tend to, I, I, I close deals because I'm the business owner. But if I was a mm-hmm. salesperson, like we talked about earlier, if I was a salesperson and that was my career, I would be homeless because I'm horrible Mm -hmm. at sales in general, the quote unquote sales process. Yeah. What, what could we do as technicians to get away from that? The the thought process of like here, here, like here's, here's the price. I'm going to go to work. Like just throw the ticket at somebody and then hope for the best type thing.
1: Okay. Well, everyone's going to, have to get some magic dust first off it's going to be that easy <laughs> but uh but let me let me tell you this though um the first thing is change your focus so if you were uh If you went to my site, one of the first things I created when uh, I was working with some industries that were more service oriented, a lot of banks and things, you know, have their tellers doing some sales and some of them are comfortable and you could tell some of them aren't, you -hmm. know, and it's because they like to serve people. So there's there's something on my website at salesmanagernow.com that you can just read over. It's called Service-Minded Selling. And it's really geared towards you guys, you guys that just like to do serve. You know, you just want to serve. Just tell me what to do so I could do it really well. And that's really what I want to do. You okay. know, but unfortunately uh, for, for you that, uh, you know, are more service than sales, you know, uh-huh. you have to get that agreement, that contract to do yep. that work. So the first thing to focus on is focus on that what you're there at this moment, put a different hat on and say you're not here to convince anyone. You're here to help them make a decision. So you're helping them, just like you help them make a decision about where something should be installed, you know, how much power or um, where pipes should be run, whatever industry you're in, um, you're helping someone make a decision. So if you put that mind frame on, that's what you're there to do. And so how, how do you make decisions? Well, you guys are uh, technicians. You're really good at providing information. That's, you know, and people trust you. People need to be able to trust you to make a good decision. And that's one of the things you have going on for yourself because you're the guys that are actually doing the work. Mm -hmm. So you're way ahead of the person who's not. Um, And then, but then you have to say, to help someone make a decision, sometimes someone needs to ask a question. You know, so once you get done presenting everything, the real good questions, rather than saying, you know, when you want to decide on this, uh-huh. I like saying, "Hey, when would you, when would you like to have this work completed, not started? When would you like to have this work completed? Go to the end date. Get that little vision of where you know uh, how they see it done, you know, and then you work backwards. Okay, well, shoot, if you wanted it completed by the end of the month, we probably we would probably need to get started by mid month, you know, or whenever your timeline are mm-hmm. is, and so hmm, probably need a decision." you know, this week, uh, if you wanted to do something like that. And so where do you want to go from here? I mean, you could if you're confident enough to just say, should we get this thing started? Go ahead. Say right, that. Right, right. If that doesn't come out of your mouth, <laughs> then mm. just say, where do we go from here? But at least ask them, where do we go from here?
0: So you know, it can have, be you had, have you had, um, I've heard this term before, but I don't know if you, if it, if you feel like it resonates with you as well. Like, um, just be quiet and let the silence do the talking. Do you ever, do you ever Absolutely. do that? Okay.
1: Okay. All the time. I mean, I'm facilitating meetings over zoom, you know, and uh, sometimes people have cameras and it's easy for me to see them. Sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm very comfortable with that quiet. I mean, people are thinking quiet is good. Mm-hmm. People are thinking, don't mess I it up. S-
0: most of the <laughs> times you're, you're like, you're uncomfortable <laughs> and then you start like the diarrhea of the mouth and it's like, start talking about sear rating and all this super technical stuff and it goes way over their head. And then all of a sudden they're confused. And most people don't realize that your brain is, has a fight or flight mentality. And so if you overload it, it's going to fight or flight. It, it's trying to decide, okay, am I going to go away or am I just going to shut down? Am I going to start arguing? Um, and so uh, when you start just rambling on the super technical stuff, just to fill the dead air and fill the silence, you could be shooting yourself in the foot as far as like closing your deal that you need to do. And, and it doesn't have to be like a 15 or $20,000 system replacement. It could be just a $200 service ticket, you know, and yeah. they're just trying to decide whether or not they want to do it and, it. and you don't know what's in there going on in their mind because for all you know, they could be thinking, do I really want to put money in this? Or should I ask him how much it would cost to replace the system? And then you go and you just keep blah, 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 blah and diarrhea of the mouth and it's like, don't shut up. And then next thing you know, they're like, you know what, we're just going to hold off on everything. And you just threw like a $10,000 system out the window because you just couldn't be comfortable with being quiet.
1: Hey, we're going to, we're going to have to like call you on this. Like, I'm not a good salesperson. I'm just an owner. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> that's your, that's your in. That's your in. People trust you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I really, I, I really am picking I know, up I'm, on all of this. I hear you.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> honestly, though, it's having people like you on here and, and, and others that have just have said things like that. And it's just, I pick up on that and I'm trying to practice it in, in mine, in my role here. And, you know, maybe, maybe we're closing more deals with me going out there because I'm starting to implement more of the more and more of these things that, that experts like you are are mentioning. Um, But a year ago, I can say without a shadow of a doubt, a year ago that I definitely was horrible at sales, um, and I'm still not comfortable with it. So, so
1: let me uh, um, let me share something with you. Yes, you, you're right. When you're the owner of the business, what that does goes back to my first premise. It helps someone make a decision because they're like at the final decision maker. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Okay, but everyone, most of the people out there aren't that right. Right. So you have to use a few more skills. You you brought up a good good technique on that um you know silence and there's two it's a double-edged sword you start talking it's like shooting yourself in the foot if you st- stop and let the silence there think of it like lifting weights you're working you're working out see how long you can go so mm. just keep practicing that it doesn't mean that it gets comfortable <laughs> i'm serious
0: okay well, that's good to know. <laughs> it just
1: means you get used you just get used to it but it still has that little awkward feeling uh-huh. um but um you get over it. And the bottom line is you're helping someone. If you interrupt, you're not. If you stop, shut up, you're helping someone make a decision. And remember that. That's what we're doing, helping people.
0: So with with your business and the way that you, because you said, you mentioned already that you do this over Zoom and so mm-hmm. you can do it worldwide. How, how exactly are you managing other teams for remotely mm-hmm. like that?
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, they're usually two ways. They're either, the teams are either in one room where I see them in a conference room uh, on a weekly basis, uh, or they're all in their own uh, homes or offices. And, you know, we just show up in the little tiles across the Zoom video yeah. screen. And so we have weekly sales, uh, weekly sales meetings, uh, monthly one-on-one meetings. My email and phone is open all day long to anyone who needs any attention. Early on in the business, I just I mean, this whole business was brand new when I started it. You right. know, there was, there's other people doing this stuff now, but I just said I wanted to give at least 50% of my day I wanted to have open with no meetings because I wanted to be available. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people need their manager to call and email now and then. And so uh, that still goes on. And um, so I just, uh, that's the, the framework. But really what we do is we help uh, the salespeople. First off, I understand what the business goals are. So I get really aligned with uh, where the company wants to go mm-hmm. and maybe where they've been having a hard time getting to. And then I bring those goals into the team. So we're real strategic, making sure all the team has their particular goals, if it's activity or results, things they need to improve on. So we get all dialed in to each person it is working towards a team goal and individual goals. And the and then in those meetings, we learn from each other. It isn't about cracking a whip. Like you hire people that want to get the job done and then you tell them what the job is Mm -hmm. real specific, the measurements of those things, the activity and the results. Those are measurements that we're monitoring. And when you monitor things and show them in a meeting, like this is how many conversations you had, this is how many closed, this is how many uh, you followed up on. This is how many didn't follow up. It's not about making someone, you know, put pressure on them or like, a whip. No, man. It's just about information. It's about information to help people make a decision again. I want that technician or salesperson to say, "Hmm, Joe's like got a different percentage than I do. How do you do that? How'd you do that?" Yeah. And then we have them talk and learn from each other, and they get better, and then they go do their job.
0: Yeah, um, that's cool. So, so people you, are adults. <laughs> you yeah, have right. Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> They, from time to time, there are going to be people that you have to push and sh- and, and nudge to get to, to from point A to point B. But uh, for the most part, people they like the accountability. I f- I feel like most people that I talk to that have less successful um, even service departments or whatnot. The even us like whenever we are struggling. Um, and we look back, we haven't held the, the service experts accountable. And then as soon as you start holding them accountable, like they don't fight back about being held accountable. They actually start to perform better because they know what metrics they're being held to. And yeah. uh, I think that that's something that should resonate with everybody. Like even if you're if you're not going to hire you to do the sales, you need to be making sure that you're holding your whole team accountable and that they know how they're going to be held accountable. So it's not a guess like, surprise you failed at this task because, and they're like, wait a minute. I didn't know I was being judged against that task, you know? And it's like, well, (laughs) now you do. And you suck. So yeah. Uh, So, so church, I could say
1: that for those guys that are, you know, most of the, most of the folks, you know, are going to keep running their own teams. That's fine. Um, That's what the books there for. Part-time sales manager was written for small business owners Mm -hmm. that don't have a lot of time. And the whole premise was if I could share my time with multiple companies, you you can share your time with your business and a little portion of it with your sales team. So they're doing what you'd want them to do. So that book is designed so you can manage your team in 10 to 20 hours a month. Part-time sales management is designed for that. And my heart and soul is in there. So if you order that book,
0: (laughs) you're going to get it. Take it. (laughs) So what do you find is like – the smallest sales team that you typically start taking on? I mean, is it somebody who already has two? Oh, okay. So, so one salesperson. Okay. <laughs> I like it.
1: Yeah. I mean, our, 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 it's not like everyone, like our key client is really around three and okay. you can see our fees and everything on our line and everything. It kind of has the metric on how many sales people costs, whatever. Yeah, if yeah. So anything below three, I say, give me a call, you know, but yeah, I'm coaching one, the guy with one salesperson right now. It's a little different structure, but you needed it. And we're
0: taking care of them. cool yeah because for me like I, I honestly wouldn't know how to manage a salesperson uh, um where I was GM before we had a sales manager who was the owner so the owner so I was GM but then the owner actually took the sales manager position um, yeah. and I know that I don't typically like salespeople and so like that person I did like, but typically whenever it's me managing people, it's like usually somebody I have to like, um, almost in in a sense. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. most salespeople that I meet, I don't really trust them. I don't really like them. And so it's, that's a hurdle that I have to cross myself. And so, um, not saying that I would push everybody off onto you, but you know, <laughs> if I'm more successful, if you're doing it, I would much I'd be much happier <laughs> if you were doing it than me.
1: Well, so I got to tell you that what the first chapter in the book is then it's mm-hmm. about beliefs, and so you just you just described uh, your quote unquote what I'll call negative beliefs about salespeople. Okay, and with the, if you so I challenge the owners to t- confront themselves right now, and even if you're not going to manage your team. Just, you know, you got to deal with like what beliefs are, aren't, do not support your goals. Mm-hmm. And you got to adjust those because you're the, you're the, yeah, you're the head honcho, man. Your beliefs translate out throughout the company,
0: whether and you want so, them to or not. Like, it, if, if it just, it just goes out. Yeah, always, man. Yep. So, um, where can people find your book if, if they're wanting to pick up a copy of that? Uh, they can
1: find it on Amazon. Part-time sales management. They can learn a little bit more on my website about the book, or about, or they can get hundreds of blogs there um, at salesmanagernow.com. A little free download for just uh, you just want a little simpler guide to some, some principles to help you um, manage your team. There's a sales management guide you could download there, and you'd be registered onto my monthly sales blog and get some info there. I uh, hope you get a sense from me is um, you know my I'm not I'm not the typical well, you know, all good salespeople aren't that guy that we don't like.
0: Right. They're uh, good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Most of them are good. It's just those, those few, you know, that give us a bad name. Uh-huh. Just like service industry, there's a few people that aren't honest, right? Give 100%. you a bad name.
0: There you go. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> so if people want to connect with you more, learn more about you, where's the best place for them to go?
1: Uh, our, the website, salesmanagernow.com. They can find all the contact information. You can schedule. Uh, if you just want to talk through a situation, you can schedule something with me. You want to shoot me an email with a question? Do that. Uh, you just want to read, 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 and play it safe? Go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. Whichever way, it's there for you.
0: Cool, Renee. I appreciate you coming on and sharing uh, everything with us in our in our audience.
1: All right, man. Well, I appreciate having having me on the show and uh, everyone out there. You know, be safe and. Absolutely. Go serve somebody.
0: Yes, absolutely. And for anybody, if you have any more questions, like Renee said, uh, salesmanagernow.com is his website. Connect with him there. Pick up a copy of his book either on Amazon or or wherever books are sold. And then uh, if you have any other questions that don't pertain to sales uh reach out to me tersh at service and that's my new email but if you if you still use my old email it doesn't matter it's still forged to it but reach out to me uh and if you're on instagram linkedin facebook connect love to connect with everybody and um i love to uh learn more about the audience and talk and interact and uh and if you have any questions about anything else, feel free to reach out and don't hesitate to, uh, to give us a call. But with that being said, I hope you have a great day and you're safe out there. Like uh, Renee said, with everything going on, uh, it's kind of a wild, wild world right now. So just stay safe and, uh, and help somebody if you can. So with that being said, thank you again for listening to the Service Business Mastery Podcast. The podcast focused on service business owners, managers, and technicians who are considering becoming business owners themselves. Until we talk again, have a great day. What's up? So, one of the questions that I most often get from audience uh, members like yourself is more information about how to learn more about running a business, just in general, the education side of things when it comes to the business world, the service business world. And I'm super excited to be able to share with you the opportunity to go uh, to this awesome event in Las Vegas. Uh, if you are ready to take your contracting business to the next level, you got to attend this event. It's called EGIA uh, Contractors University. It's their annual event. It's called Epic 2021, and uh, it's one of the most highly anticipated educational events of the year for home service industry. Uh, Epic 2021 will take place over October uh, 28th through 29th at Paris, Las Vegas. If you've never been, which I'm one of them, uh, then I'm super excited to go there. And I hear that it's it's amazing. Uh, just this venue alone is really awesome. So um, the event is actually going to feature celebrity keynote speakers uh, such as Damon John of Shark Tank, John Taffer of Bar Rescue. I'm sure you've seen the show, at least the previews of it. Uh, so you know who these guys are. And then also Captain Sully Sullenberger. Uh, he's the airline pilot from The Miracle on the Hudson, which that was a really cool movie. Uh, if you haven't seen that, check it out. Uh, there'll be a breakout sessions that are delivered by legendary industry experts, access to best-in-class product and service providers, dynamic networking opportunities, and an unforgettable evening party. You can even come and hang out with us on Media Row as we record uh, Service Business Mastery Live. So if you have ever wanted to be on the show, ever want to watch, just come hang out and and chill with us on Media Row. You can also get 50 bucks off uh, registration if you use the code TERSH50 at epic2021event.com. Coupon code is TERSH50 and it's spelled T-E-R-S-H. At epic2021 event.com. You definitely do not want to miss this event. I look forward to seeing you there.